by us supporting each other, supporting black-owned businesses. We start fostering economic growth in business. But listen, also, you know, one of my things is like, I'm not trying to be the top black entrepreneur. I want to be a top entrepreneur. Are you ready? We're going to run the yeah. play. Let's Do you go. know what it's like to come from nothing at all? But every day you just wanting it all. Do you know what it's like? Every day facing your fear, but believing that your blessing is near. Do you know what it's like? Growing up broken than most, but still being devoted the most. Do you know what it's like? Yeah, that's what the journey's about. Yeah. What's going on, everybody? This is Justin Owens, back at the Run The Play Show, where I help break down the top plays of success from top leaders, entrepreneurs, and personalities by sharing gems from their personal playbook. And today, we're going to have a conversation. Let me, can I just say it? Um, Black-owned does not mean black only. I got to say it, because it's a, it's a misconception that I think desperately needs to be addressed. The notion that black-owned businesses means that it's exclusively for black people. Now, if you have a black-owned business that's only for black people, there's nothing wrong with that. But I also think it's very misguided and ignorant if a person thinks, well, just because I own a business and I'm black, that it's only for black people. So I got to set the record straight. Uh, black-owned business does not mean black only. And it's time to really break free from that flawed line of thinking. I see people criticize black entrepreneurs and say, oh, you, you should do that for free. I seen, look, somebody, somebody came from one of my guys lately. They was like, oh, y'all, uh, you say you for the culture, you for the community, but you charging people. Sir, what are you talking? You, you're, and then you go research it. Oh, you're, you're a club promoter. What well, if you're, if you're for the culture, why are you charging people at the door? Why are you charging people to stand up on couches? And why are you charging people $500 or $1,000 for a bottle that costs a hundred bucks. Why? Because it's business. They don't do that at concerts. Oh, okay. hey, hey, man, uh, you mind if I could get in if, because uh, I'm black? Huh? Now listen. It's just, it's just annoying. It's like, yo, you, you, you don't ask nobody else for that. You don't, you don't assume that nobody else is supposed to just do like business does not mean community service. But here's the thing: nobody says that when people are paying for people's groceries at the grocery store. Nobody says that when people are buying gas for people when they when when we shut down gas stations. Nobody's saying that when we're giving away buses to school. Nobody's saying like, no, no, listen, where does that come from? It comes from business. And I think we got to have a more a, a better conversation like how do we establish real business? So let's, first of all, talk about the importance of inclusivity and equal opportunities. Just because a, a, a business is owned by a black person or a group of black entrepreneurs does not mean it's exclusively catering only to black customers. Again, like I said, it's not wrong with it if it is. But one of the fundamental principles to a thriving economy is the ability for businesses to serve diverse customer bases. So regardless of ownership, the business should be open and welcoming to all individuals, irrespective of their race, ethnicity, or background. I mean, that's really what this whole situation has been about. So, like, for a person to keep assuming that a business is exclusively for black people, and again, like I said, some of them are. But what happens is that mentality that all of them only are, when we don't like, we, we don't look at Amazon and say, okay, we're gonna, he's he made the white Amazon, or you know, uh, uh, Steve Jobs made the white Apple, and we gotta have a black Apple now. Like, no, it, it's 
is it, it one I believe it stifles growth, and also I think it limits people's opportunity and even their ability because doesn't it doesn't that limit the person to say that they only can operate in that area? And it undermines the progress that's been made about promoting equality, equality and inclusivity. We should be celebrating and supporting black-owned businesses. That's what I believe. Like, not saying that they only should. No, listen, I'll go to a restaurant. Are you black-owned? I, I, liquor, whatever. Like, if I could do something to support a black-owned business, I'll do it to foster that diversity and economic empowerment. But we can't limit it based on who they market to. So it's, it's essential, man, to recognize that entrepreneurship knows no racial boundaries. People from all walks of life, you have the right to ability to stand up like, yo, leadership is not a black or white thing. Basketball is not a black or white thing. Football is not a black or white thing. Restaurants are not a black or white thing. Chinese food, think about it. Chinese restaurants don't, they make Chinese food and who's in there the most? Black people, right? So <laughs> listen, all I'm saying is look, black entrepreneurs, first of all, shout out to you, right? Because you should be applauded for ambition, resilience. Like, yo, listen, our, some of us, our grandparents didn't have the opportunities that we have today. The contribution to the economy, just like any other business owner. But now I'm going to show the other side of it. Like, yo, if you're on the opposite side of the spectrum, you got to understand that, listen, there is a certain pride in being a black-owned business. There's a certain pride of like, yo, I, I, I've, I've come out of where I've come from to create something. And so we got to make sure that we don't put a black business into the box of being and only can handle black things, right? Because listen, being an entrepreneur, you're black, it comes with its own unique set of challenges and obstacles that most people, I don't even think, can even potentially start to realize. So listen, by us supporting each other, supporting black-owned businesses, we start fostering economic growth in business, but listen, also, you know, one of my things is like, I'm not trying to be the top black entrepreneur. I want to be a top entrepreneur. You understand what I'm saying? Like, LeBron's not trying to be the, black, the best African-American athlete in the world. He's trying to be the best athlete in the world. Floyd wasn't trying to be the best black boxer in the world. He just was going to be the best boxer in the world. And he just so happens to be black. And so, listen, this is a chance to break down barriers. Uh, this is a chance to break down barriers and, and challenge stereotypes and build bridges Sorry. <coughs> and build bridges between diverse communities. It's all about recognizing talent. If the talent's there, hard work, if it's there, the potential for growth that lies with it, if it's there, that's what's important, not race and not ethnicity. So let's get let's get rid of this outdated notion that black owned businesses are exclusive, exclusive for Black individuals. It, it almost take take you back to like the black water fountains and the white water fountains. It take you back to the the black pies and the white pies. Like we not we not on that no more. But you know where it starts? It starts with us. And I and I do believe as consumers and as entrepreneurs, we have to start changing that dialogue and that context between ourselves. Now, do I know that Justin may naturally attract? Somebody that looks like me? Yes. Why? Because when I became an entrepreneur, I was looking for people that look like me to learn from. But guess what? What I've learned, y'all, is when you become great at what you do, whether it's a great speaker, whether it's a great chef, whether it's a great, you know, um, a designer, when it becomes a great brand, people don't care what you look like no more. They care about your talent. 
The way that you can even the playing field is become so talented, become so good at what you do that people have no choice but to respect you. And that's how we build a stronger, more equitable society where opportunities are accessible to all people of all ages, of all backgrounds, and success is not limited to the color of your skin. So the next time you come across a black-owned business, don't make assumptions about its target audience. I that it's so funny. That's how that's how my clothing line got started. New ACOs. Because people used to be like, hey man, you play basketball? No. Why? Because I'm black. Hey man, you uh you rap? Why? No, because I'm black. Hey man, in the head. You sell drugs? No, why? Because I'm black. Instead of making all these stereotypes of what they think success looks like, by the way, there's nothing wrong with any of those things except for selling drugs, unless you're a pharmacist. Uh, appreciate the entrepreneurship spirit and support endeavors. Recognize the positive impact that they can have on the community as a whole. And let's break away from the misconceptions. Stand united. Let's build some big businesses. Let's build some $100 million businesses, then billion-dollar brands. And then we can get to that next level where we have a brighter future, bigger businesses. We can thrive and contribute to, to society. But then we can leave something for our kids. And that's the play, y'all. Go run it. We black on. What's going on? Listen, make sure you guys go to runtheplaystore.com. Get your official run to play gear. We talk about shirts, socks, jackets for everybody that's run to play all across the world. Are you ready? We're going to run the yeah. play. Let's Do you go. know what it's like to come for nothing at all? But every day you just want it all. Do you know what it is?